and welcome to the 65th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that's already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media, implementing scripts, or even cutting spends on your data analysis tools, send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. So in this episode, we have Julie Piccini lead us in the topic on YouTube advertising. And even though we've done a topic on YouTube advertising before, this time we have a special co-host of three experts by the name of Joe Martinez, Brian Garvin, as well as Corey Hank. So lots of video chat. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to get right to it. So we do know who Julie Buccini is. Julie has been helping us um, lead this chat for a while now. She's got a website that gives you all the details about the chat and the roundups and recaps for it. But who are our co-hosts today? So yeah, Julie starts off with asking them to introduce themselves. So yes, we've got starting off with um, Brian Garvin, where he goes, um, hi, I'm Bryant. Bryant even, sorry, not Brian. Bryant, I've been addicted to advertising for over 13 years. Last couple years, though, I've, I've, I've gone hardcore YouTube and video. It's addictive, and I am glad I have a community to support me in my addiction. Joe Martinez um, replies going, oh, yeah, intros. I'm the director of client strategy for Clicks Marketing. Lots of stuff in my bio, but just been doing YouTube for as many clients as possible the past few years. But then, yeah, instead of Corey um, doing an introduction, he just starts off with a question and asks, what are three of YouTube advertising's biggest benefits? And um, yeah, we've got um, answers from Elevated Marketing going, we are seeing longer view times than social ads. Joe Martinez replies going, is consistent free advertising, the reach with an engaging ad format, the custom targeting options. Corinne replies to that going, one, targeting, reach small and large audiences, both at scale with video, two, cost-effective long form and short form, no limit on ad length, three, placement, three, true view, non-skippable, one, like, in terms of, like, 15-second ads and bumper ads, to name a few, all very different in tactic and strategy. Um, Brand replies to question one, saying free advertising, high intent targeting, blue ocean with so few advertisers competing. Um, John Kagan replies, better consumer qualification, two, stretching my video content to the millennials, three, able to get more creative with my creative. And then we've got Julie Buccini taking us to question two, saying for an advertiser with no video assets and no experience on YouTube, what campaign type or ad type or targeting would you suggest they use to start? Help them avoid common errors you see. And then we start with an answer from Brian Garvin, where he goes, obviously, video is the first place to start. However, I don't think it has to be over the top amazing to start. Use something like Lumen 5, and that's a handle, to create some now this style videos and start running those as simple remarketing campaigns to site visitors. Um, Steve um, Kagzorowski replies to um, question two saying, I would introduce a video ad in your Facebook campaign or add a video to the responsive or dynamic display ads in 
GDN. Um, Elevated Marketing Girl, it's been a minute since I created this, but feel free to copy and sell to some clients. And um, yes, that's a link to um, yeah a YouTube presentation, I believe, that he's got. And um, basically, he's got some really nice stats on, you know, the opportunities of using YouTube. And um, yeah, how many, what like kind of the audience type is like. That's some interesting stuff that I am going to take. And I think just to keep the discussion going, um, Julie Bicini then goes on to question three, saying, can you do B2B on YouTube? Um, Corey Hank then replies to question two, saying, start with TrueView and a lower funnel campaign type focused on conversions. Add type as long form as possible because you can always cut to smaller variations for testing. Target your best customers first, those who have engaged on web, platform, or searched. Um, to question three, Joe Martinez replies saying yes, but understand your sales length. If you have a six-month intro to close path, please please don't show users the same video for six like, seconds or six something in months and need to map out the user journeys and update your videos and CTX extensions to match the journey. Elevator Marketing replies question two saying, I will start with what kind of video are we making first then match the audience? Um, Bright Garvin replies question two saying, use site visitor remarketing as a starting point and start running custom intent while it's last, it's last separate, um, while it lasts separate, targeting high buyer intent keywords. Corey Hank replies to question three saying, absolutely, with a smaller audience to target, there's difficulty, but targeting options like search, engagement, retargeting based on video view completion rate or earned views for a user watching more video on your page would be key B2B indicators for me while testing. Um, yeah, Eric Lewis now replies to question three saying B2B on YouTube, run testimonials or case study videos to your remarketing audience. Some good tips there. And then we've got Elevated Marketing replying to question three saying absolutely no one is excluded here. It's all about your video content and targeting for me. Mark Gustafson replies to question two saying for, for a question from a YouTube wannabe to the pros, you're saying the added retargeting impressions is where you start. Is it the most efficient use of spend in your opinion? Or is it just easier to get buy-in from clients since you can get more attributable sales? Um, Brian Garvin then goes on to question three, going um, answering question three, saying you absolutely can absolutely can do YouTube targeting B2B, especially leveraging custom intent audience, highly relevant keywords, or doing placement targeting similar channels and direct YouTube video targeting. Um, and then, yeah, Julie Bicini replies to question three, saying, um, counterpoint, it is not as ubiquitous that people of different generations are YouTube as much as business people also waste time on Facebook. The only YouTube I see is what my kiddo watches on my account. Joe Martinez replies to question three, saying, with custom intent audiences while they last, remarketing, customer match, and certain life events, YouTube can work for any industry. But you also have to be willing to potentially test different creative to, creative to find what engages with viewers the best. John Kagan replies to question three, saying, if there's ever an audience for something, then YouTube can be done and can work for it. Um, Eric, which is just Eric's underscore content, replies to question three, going absolutely businesses 
courses are run by people who use Google and YouTube to solve their problems. You can also use videos to help explain things that would require far too much reading. You can also use a, a personal video to introduce yourself to clients. Yes, I like that whole introducing, but like, this is who I am. You get a lot of business videos, YouTube videos of people going, look at me and how I started my business. This is what I can do for you. And the fact that there are loads of them, they must be doing some work. Um, JB Chini then goes on to question four, saying what's the best way to do, to do lead generation with YouTube? So yeah, we're going to get get some answers to some of the previous questions first. Oh, we've got actually Eric replying to question four, saying ask to answer a, um, a FAQ or frequently searched question. Um, Joe Martinez goes on to question four, saying you can nurture leads on YouTube just like any channel. We can create audiences from user actions or your customer lists and change the video creative and CTA extensions for each audience set, work in a funnel is not just for paid social. Um, Corey Heng then replies to, um, actually, yeah, this is a nice thread because Corey then replies to um, Mark Gustafson, where Mark had gone for a question from a YouTube wannabe to the pros. Um, is it the most efficient use of spend in your opinion? Um, and that's the, when, um, that's him talking about added retargeting impressions being where you start. But he was like, oh, is it just easier to get buy-in from clients since you can get more attributable sales? Corhang replies to that saying, you know better than anyone you're going to get a well, it depends answer to that question. Moreover, YouTube is another place to reach your users with a high-impact creative from a retargeting perspective on the path to conversion. Mark replies, haha, yeah, just tough, just, um, tough to measure if the low CPMs but lower engagement rates are the best use of funds lower funnel. Do the campaigns typically produce enough ROAS and lower funnel CPA in other platforms enough to offset cost? Measurement is just more complex. Um, yeah, and then we then go to um, Brian Garvin's answer to question four, saying, honestly, YouTube is all about creating that intense interest from consumers and B2B. The same principles apply. Just remember, most consumers or business people do not click directly from an ad to do lead gen or purchase. They will go search for your brand. Yes, they will. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very um High point where you where you and that is why you actually get a lot of return on investment on brand. It's not that they've not come through generics. They've searched for stuff. They find your brand through generic, but they actually then buy the item by searching for your brand. Joe Martinez replies to question four saying, um, create custom audiences from industry competitors, industry publications and all white papers, trade shows in your industry, actions or problems, people look related to the product or services. The targeting options are so custom. I'll re repeat that answer to that question because I think that's some really loads of um, nice short tips to give that Joe has given there. So he says, create custom audiences from industry competitors, industry publications and or white papers, trade show in your industries, actions or problems, people look related to the product or services. The targeting options are so custom. John Kagan then replies to question 14, all about lookalike or similar audiences based off lead converters. Um, to question four, elevated marketing reply going, get them to your website. CTAs are a must in the video and on the ad. Build funnels per usual marketing. And in reply to question four, we've got Corey Hank going, um, click types, in my opinion. You can have the best lead gen video on the world, in the world, but if you don't provide a user a call to action or way for them to become a lead, I believe in this, believe this is a loss I see too often. Click types are CTA overlays, cards, 
end screens, and more. And then Judy takes us to question five, going, let's dig into um, Dogar Thomas's um, question here. Um, so she goes, how can smaller advertisers in the grand scheme of YouTube thresholds get some momentum going? Um, so yeah, let's get tips for um, getting like, you know, small advertisers popular on um, YouTube. And uh, so your yeah, John Martinez goes, start with remarketing or customer match first, figure out what your bottom of funnel users engage with the most then use the best creative to expand to custom audiences focused around converting keywords, converting queries, competitors, names to still stay specific. John Kagan replies, tighter specific audience targeting 30 seconds, not 15 skippable ad units and get heavy on audience segmentation and realize you're only doing this to build your other audience list. Um, we've got Eric replying to question five, going consistency and self-promotion. Creating videos doesn't mean anyone will see them. You need to promote them on your site, social media, emails, etc. Then once you start getting an audience, consistent uploads will keep your audience engaged. John Kagan then continues with his answer question five, saying helped. Um, yeah, Joe Martinez helped pull together a great list of excluding kids, kids toy unboxing videos. This is a must to all efforts. Then Julie goes on to question six going, um, this question is from Darsam K saying, is there a particular client or time someone would not recommend a YouTube campaign? But before we go into that, Brian Garvin replies to question five with his part one saying, remember all your competition is like running Facebook ads, yet very few are running on YouTube. That means you can really grab attention where your competitors are not running ads. Start with remarketing, then do very low funnel, non-brand search, custom intent. Corey Hank replies to question five, saying first step is starting and getting a video complete regardless of size. Next, run those small dollars, but most importantly, analyze the results. People see the ad on YouTube and take action. Just move, just most are not directly attributable. GA, search trends, Facebook attribution. Dwayne Brown replies to question four, going, um, we have seen video do really well for our Australian client. Some, if our cheaper CPA are off YouTube, have to get them to click to your site and make them want to click. Um, and then to answer question six, we've got Corey Hank going, would not recommend it for most advertisers just starting out, would more recommend Facebook or Google search for any advertisers just starting out. Um, I want them to see the conversion, understand CPA and ROAS, then expand to YouTube and others. Creative plays a big role in this decision. Joe Martinez replies to question six saying it's a lot harder if your industry can't use audiences in Google. If you fall under the personalized advertising violations, you're really going to have to broaden your reach. And then, yeah, Joe gives us a link there as a reference. Um, and then, yeah, Elevated Marketing replies to question six saying if they don't have the funds to build videos. Um, Joe, Joe Martinez then continues to answer in question six saying you have a phone in your pocket, you got the funds. Brian Garvin replies to question six saying I honestly believe that everyone can leverage YouTube even if all you are doing is remarketing videos. Be omnipresent, especially if people are already engaging with your brand or products. This was one of the keys to Purple's growth. John Kagan replies to question six, game when, six, question six saying, when DR is a focus and awareness isn't, and you aren't looking at a long range, i.e. more than 14 days sales cycle. 
And then Brian Garvin then goes on to question answer question six, saying everyone looks at YouTube as only a big, huge brand awareness play, but unless you are limited by being able to retarget because you're in a restricted business type, then five percent five dollars a day can make an impact. Oh, that is a nice small budget to be able to use. And so in answer to um yeah, Margusta Sims um question and answer about um, saying that is this the most efficient use of spend in regards to added retargeting um, is that where you start Brand go, Brand goes here is the thing most advertisers never truly go top of funnel all those ads they run on Facebook optimizing for conversion even if tough are really more mid funnel in market because of the algorithm optimizations on the back end and then we've got Julie now going saying um, I have more questions that were submitted that I can ask, but let's open it up to your question now, PPC chat people. Um, yeah, Mark Gustafson comes up with a question saying, if you don't have creative and you have a low budget, would you suggest going for UGA or raw type video or stock video with text overlay using something like um, promo.com? Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Brian Garvin. I'm giving an answer to um, Julie where she, he goes, one, set up their YouTube channel as a brand account. So many forget to do this. Two, $5 a day spend remarketing to people have been to the site and purchased even. Three, take top 50 keywords and create a custom intent audience. Run $5 a day against that. So that's in reply to Julie going, if a client had no presence on YouTube at all, but wanted to start building a presence and advertising, where would you recommend they start? What minimum budget level should they be prepared to spend to get started? So yeah. $5 a day apparently can give you a great presence on YouTube. Um, yeah, that sounds really good. John Martinez then goes, um, if starting from scratch, I'd utilize other channels you've used to see which video content is engaging the best and which audiences are seeing the, those videos. Start with what's worked first and then expand. As for budget, I have had small clients using only $5 a day. Interesting. So in re response to Mark Gustafson's question where he said, um, if you don't have creative and you have a low budget, would you suggest going um, for UGA or raw type video or stock video with text overlays and something like that? Carrie Hengrove's no stock for me. User generated face to camera live video. If you can talk directly to the people and convince them as to why they should invest their time into your product or service. Margus Mar Mar replies, what do you think about Mark Bryant Garvin using stock and doing uh, now this type video? Seems like a cool tactic. Have you, tactic, have you tried this yourself? Brian Garvin replies, I've tested it. And if you don't have much else, it can be a great option. It does seem to perform better on Facebook where consumers are more used to that style of video. Um, that's really a good point, um, Corey Hank, though, um, Brian goes. Test after test has proven out that someone talking directly to the audience close up performs better than any other style of video on YouTube. People want to engage with people on YouTube. Mark then goes, so the real question is, should the person be driving or walking around their house with a pool in the backyard? I've actually seen someone doing a video where they were actually coming out of the pool and I'm like, Really? Am I supposed to take you seriously when you're trying to look like, I don't know, a lifeguard or something? I don't know. Anyway, Brian Garvin then replies, only if you're trying to do the whole guru angle or selling pool installation or equipment. Yes, and they were not doing either of that. 
And then Jill Martinez just gives a nice little um, recommendation here saying we have to remember ad testing goes beyond the video creative too. You can use the same video but try different CTA extensions depending on what your goal is can help stretch a video's worth a little longer too. And then we've got Stephanie Ernie um, giving a question as well going, how do you persuade clients and or co-workers to be on camera? I often find they see this as another reason to not choose for video. Dogar Thomas replies, I would just find co-workers who do want to be on camera. There's always one. Some are happier being the face and not the author as well. As for clients, would shift creative to their clients being the heroes of the story. Julie Bettini goes, great suggestions and I agree too. Um, Corey Hank replies, I think this is something that is difficult but shouldn't need persuasion i would rather someone want to be on camera versus forced as a person forced is not going to come off as authentic product lead ceo founder cmo all should be good candidates for video but mark gustafson replies cory over here is telling us how to cast for our videos too what doesn't this man do um cory replies i've just seen it work all too well but honestly if you are leading a company and you've developed a product you should be able to tell the people about it i mean you built a company you can't get in front of a camera but this is the pot calling the kettle black and Stephanie replies, it is one of the first things I hear when I bring up video advertising. Guess we have some real modest clients. And with that, we come to end to the end of our chat. So um, Julie goes, this was an amazing PPC chat. So much YouTube knowledge shared. Thank you so much, Brian Garvin, Corey Hank, Milwaukee PPC. And that's the handle for Joe Martinez. So yes, feel free to please follow them um, for participating in a somewhat chaotic but information-packed chat. And I hope you guys pretty much got the um, full gist of the advices that was given by those three as well as some of our also other great contributors and experts in the chat and in our PPC chat community. So yeah, hope you found the talk useful and, you know, taking some great takeaway. My favorite is the fact that you can do a YouTube advertising for just $5 a day. I mean, even I can afford that. So yeah, I might look into that, but how confident am I in front of the camera? I am not too sure. <laughs> yeah, you guys have heard my voice so many times. You guys might miss the fact that, yes, Anu does not like necessarily being in front of a camera, um, especially if I have to do all the producing and everything. I need someone to direct me. Anyway, if you want to chat about this topic or any other paid media or data analysis solution, get in touch with us, get in touch with the PPC chat community, just go on the Twitter community, even outside of the one hour slot, or just get in touch with me and email me at hello at mindswan.com. And remember, for your campaigns or businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.